You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. Daft Punk couldn't do it. Friars Electronics bailed on you. But we're still here for you. Episode 225, PHP Ugly. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson. And to my right, John Congdon. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're virtual, right? How'd you work Daft Punk into the opening of our show? That's crazy. And to my left, Tom Rideout. You know what I say? Quality can only disappoint. <laughs> we just we just keep the bar nice and low, and Real, you know yeah. everybody Real is low. always just impressed. Can't, uh, so, can't say you're wrong there. That's the secret to life, right? Yeah. Set the bar low. Lower expectations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Under promise, over deliver. That's the that's the secret right there. Over deliver. Now, now, yeah. now we just I guess we we got to work on that. <laughs> the delivery part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like just deliver at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm amazed we're we're here on time. We're always on time ish on Thursday night. It's been we're more on song. We're, we're more on time when you, when your mouse works. My mouse I'm does just, work today. I'm just saying. I I'd like to say that there is something up with Windows 10 and Synergy slash Barrier. Actually, both software packages have this problem when a webcam splitting application supports uh sharing a desktop it will <clears throat> overtake the mouse for some reason I, i've had three or four programs now which i tried to use that were not compatible with synergy or barrier and this is like a known issue somewhere but it's not enough people have this use case so, uh, so I, I know settled it, on I, split cam split cam I, does not do this i know what synergy is what is barrier uh so synergy if you go back a year into my rants, Synergy is the formerly open source screen sharing software barrier forked off of Synergy when Syner- Synergy went uh, pay to pay to buy. Oh, pay to buy, <laughs> pay to pay to pay to rent. Oh, not it's not owned. Pay to pay play. To use. Yeah, debauchy slash barrier on GitHub. And uh, that's the free, the actual free version of Synergy right now. So we no longer love Synergy. Now we love Barrier. Is that the, the takeaway there? Synergy is dead to me. Barrier is all is is love. <laughs> you can't complain got- about a, a, a company. I understand it was open source, but they built a business around their application and decided it's no longer open source. I got a question. Did we, did we talk about enums last week? I, th- I feel like we did. I think we, we did. Had, Why? We actually didn't last week. I we know we did the week, bef- the week before we did. Cause I want to try something. All right. I'm, I'm moving. I, uh, I did some coding, uh, this week and if everything works correctly, when we move cards now, to show notes, it should auto, or uh, not auto tweet, auto post to our Discord show notes, but it only runs like once every minute. So I have to, this, this is my, this is my first run to see if it actually works in production. And I'm feeling so, like it's not going to work. Well, is it supposed to go to the show column or the next discussion point column? The show column. So the show, co- there it is. <gasps> it what? worked. Oh, baby. Oh. Look at you! Yeah, that's a weird so flex. Auto, auto, auto posting now. I need you to look at this code though, John, because uh, something something kooky is <laughs> happening. But it's not that important. This is working. So yeah, yeah. So now when we when we post it, it's very it's very. See that won't work because it looks for a link in the attachment. So your attach your your card has to have an attachment that's a link. And then it will post because we're only worried about posting links for people to click on as we're talking about the topic. So, boom, baby. See? And more now, more now reason to listen have, to us live on YouTube and be in our Discord channel. There is more reasons because another podcast that I listen to that I like a lot, the Jupiter Network, uh, they do a bunch of open source <clears throat> podcasts. They, they've inspired me. Uh, they have a very active uh, chat with their show as well. So their chat is... Um, uh, maybe it's IRC or I forget what they use, but their, their chat will actually title the show for them. At, like near the, throughout the show, they'll, they'll suggest titles, uh, 
you know, the bot will grab all the titles and they would, everybody will vote on them. But I'm thinking about doing something that, like that with us, where if somebody types in like exclamation point title and then suggest a title, uh, we can just kind of look at them at the end of the show and figure out which one we want to use because I'm running out of titles, man. I just make, I just make <laughs> shit up. I don't think anybody even knows that the episodes have titles. I just like put stuff out there to see if anybody notices. But no, I've noticed. I, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I think, I think as much as, as people in discord contribute to the live stream and it's such a global community, we need them to become part of the more more of the show, you know. So yeah, we. You remember a couple of weeks back, I was manually posting the links in Discord. So I'm like, since I had written that one script to do the show notes for me, I'm like, shoot, I'm already talking to Trillo. So let me grab that stuff. I wasn't saving it to a database or anything. I'm like, let me just grab it and put it in the database. I'm like, well, wait a second. If I'm doing that, why don't I just Posted to Discord, and I just started going from there. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's all about the people participating. How do you guys feel about guests? I, I've had a couple of people that drop the hint that they like to be a guest on the show. I don't think I think we've had a couple people on the show. Like for hundredth, we had the the guys from um, uh, North meets South uh, joined us, and uh, my Canadian buddies joined us from uh, Lair Chat. I don't think we've ever had anybody else on the show how do you guys feel about guests <clears throat> way to put us on the spot so if we say we don't like it then we look like the jerks on the show if we say we love it <laughs> this, this goes out to, to people in discord too, or not discord it's not even discord it's anybody listening right now anybody watching the live stream how do you feel about guests on the show do you guys are you interested in that i mean i'm not looking to do an interview or anything but I, that other um what's the one uh, Phil Sur- Sturgeons used to run. What was that? Town Hall. PHP Town Hall. I think that's kind of what they do. I think they have guests on and they kind of not do so much an interview, but just kind of talk about things. I'm not looking to do that. I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're also just, a more professional, professionally run podcast and they have actual topics that they talk about. Like, no. The town- clearly, yeah. clearly, you don't listen to them. No, you don't nope. listen to them at all. <laughs> no, they're right on par with us. Sorry. I, I mean, I, I like those guys, but, we're, you know. <laughs> we're pretty close to professional. I'm telling you. Gosh, Harry welcome. says we're not. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that. That was before. I've I've heard rumblings that, that say that people would actually pay us money for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, stay I mean, tuned for that. that. Yeah, we'll stay, still stay tuned for that. Okay. All right. No, stick top. U3, stick to you three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stick yeah, with yeah. what we don't know. I think that probably is a good idea. I, I think Brian. if anything, we would bring Kalen in just for the like Canadian point of view, but <laughs> he's, he's too nice. I, we would just trample him. It wouldn't be good. Obviously you've never talked to him then. He makes oh, me I feel have. like a, he, he, he makes me feel like a little kid sometimes. He has a sailor mouth. No, I'm kidding. He's a sweet guy. <laughs> Say okay. Are we going to talk PHP at all? You guys doing any PHP this week? Uh, I coded, a, uh, I coded I a, a Discord bot. What do you got? Well, the, the enums thing that you were mentioning earlier is finally official for real. Uh, we've got enums. Um, the performance stuff that I had talked about a couple weeks ago, that's in it. So 8.1 is going to get that. Um, and in general, uh, PHP 8.1 has a good number of things coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, the array unpacking stuff, which I believe we discussed, where array unpacking previously didn't support keys, but now it does. But one of the more interesting things that I've seen in 8.1 is array is list. Array is list? Array I, is I'm, list. I'm not familiar with this. What's that? So this is a brand new core function that will tell you whether or not the array that's being referenced is a quote-unquote list or a quote-unquote hash table. So it'll say, like, does the, does the indexing on this array list hold value or is it just an index? I'm not um, seeing that. Where do you see this at? Uh, Stitcher.io has everything you'd want to know about the next versions coming up. If only there was a yeah. place where we could put those links. If only. Let's, That's what I'm let's use my newfound right mouse functionality. That didn't work. <laughs> 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 
That couldn't have worked out more perfect. <laughs> that that was wrong. Let's uh, let's let's see what is it. This what's new? Eat that is. one. Yeah, you 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 mess with your little jack computer. I'll I'll, I'll get this on the uh, on the board here. So yeah, right, there we go. Boom boom boom. Okay, coming your way, Discord. Um, and this is the cool thing when when we duplicate cards. As a matter of fact, if you want to test this right now, feel free. Uh, drag your card over. It should. The card, actually, no, it won't. It will duplicate because uh, the card ID is different. Yeah. What if, right, what if I what if I move it back and forth repeatedly? Uh, then it shouldn't matter because it actually records the ID of the card, so it won't re it won't repost that ID. Oh, that's nice. So you you can keep doing that. I could actually I could actually start checking to see if the link has already been posted is probably what i should do look at this look at this debugging stuff live on stream so what i can do is i is i can check the link and make sure that link hasn't been posted yeah that's what i'll do i'll add that add that feature so if you've only ever done php you might not know that there are two types of arrays one of them is a a list and one of them is a hash table. Uh, so an associative array where you've got a key that holds a value and then a value associated to that, that's a hash table. Uh, if you're just saying one, two, three, four, five, just giving it values, that's a list. And lists outperform hash tables pretty significantly. So this is another of the the many performance improvements or potential performance improvements for frameworks being added to PHP. So so it's not something that you're going to use often to say, is this a list? Because one, you should know that already. Yeah, I would go so far as to say ever. <clears throat> Interesting. So a, a list is an array where all the indexes start from zero and are numeric. You get any yes. string in there, or if it doesn't start at zero and be in a sequential, it is not a list oddly at enough, that point. Oddly enough, actually, a, a list can start at any number, but it is incrementally increased from there. I'm going to say that's incorrect because the very, the second example in here shows a list starting from one. And it actually says keys are in numerical order starting from index zero. Otherwise it is not a list. Just saying. Moving on. (laughs) No, the proper response is John, you are correct. I was wrong. Let's move on. John is once again, correct. Uh, explicit octal integer literal notation. Uh, nobody cares. Wait, you don't you don't write numbers in an octal? What's wrong with you? Not usually. No. Oh, okay. And when I do, it's explicit or not explicit. I don't know what actually what this does. <laughs> uh, no, Brian. Okay, so Brian is asking: Doesn't unset change the array indexes on lists? Yes, that's true. However, lists support the pop and push as well as the unset method and still remain as a list. Um, The unset will actually account for whether or not it is a list or a hash table style array. So it doesn't break it. Interesting. Unless, we have to. We have to try. John has otherwise to say. No, I, I don't. But <laughs> but but I am interested in that because I've never tested it. If you unset something, I'm used used to. The index is not changing, but maybe in a list that's not true, but I don't know for a fact. But from what I'm reading here, the array is list says it has to start at zero and be in numerical order. So it can't just take that piece out. It would have to renumber all the the rest of the array, re-index the rest of the array, which is possible. Because at that point, it's just, it's just a bunch of pops and pushes to create a new array at that point. So you might have to be careful with, I mean, if, again... If this is a thing you care about, you might have to be careful with how you're handling that array. Yeah. And if you need that kind of micro-optimization, congratulations. <laughs> right. I've never, I haven't seen a a performance issue from having a hash versus a, a list where I'm like, ah, oh, if this was a list, this would save half my page load time. Sure. But I mean, we haven't gotten much into like machine learning in PHP either. No, I mean, it's available. There are packages out there, but I agree for 99% of what we use PHP for today, it's a micro optimization. Not saying it's bad, but Uh, it was kind of interesting. There was a guy last week on Reddit who set out to, to write the fastest router he could in PHP URL router. And he got far enough that he was 
very happy with it and didn't know how to optimize it further. And it, it beat the Laravel router pretty soundly, but the Symphony router was still much faster. Really? <laughs> like, Does, doesn't Laravel use a Symphony router? Laravel builds on the Symphony router. Uh, okay. But it... it <laughs> Yeah, if, if you're optimizing for speed, you can always keep optimizing to go faster. Um, but d- uh, breaking changes, that's where this gets big. Uh, writing to globals is totally dead now. Um, you can't do anything by reference to globals. You can't write to globals. They're they're just stuck now. Uh, Nikita Popov analyzed packages, and out of 2,000 packages, only found 23 that were affected by the change. So not a huge deal. But some of I us can't don't. believe there's can't believe there's open source packages using globals. Well, there's 2,000 total. That's about what I would expect. Oh, 2,000. No, you analyze the top 2,000 packages on packages, and 23 will are using globals. I'm shocked that any of them are using globals. Yeah, well, WordPress makes up a lot of the top packages. That you just assuming that's WordPress doing it? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm also saying <laughs> I didn't know WordPress was a huge packages contributor. Didn't didn't Composer just like our WordPress just start working with Composer not that long ago? I don't know. Hey, John's just <laughs> calling Tom to the mat like left I, and right. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't use WordPress enough. <laughs> I don't, I don't know either, know. so that's why I'm being quiet re- over here. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. I, I want to put. In, I want to move another card. Come on, give me another card to move. Who? Who? I shared in. I shared. I. I am the one that hates using. I hate going to the cards. I like talking about what we're working on, but I'm enjoying my little bot. So, you guys know I grew up in San Diego. And I don't know how much of an institution this is outside of San Diego, but Fry's Electronics just burned the candle at both ends and imploded this week. Yeah, that was sad. I saw that on the news. And I just realized there's a Fry's like five minutes away from my in-law's house. Was. Yeah. Was. It was actually a very cool one. They had a, a aquatic uh, theme where they had a bunch of massive fish tanks in there. It was, I think it was like the, supposed to be like the city of Atlantis or something. It was... Very cool. The Mission yeah. Valley. That's one? where. No, no, no. He's talking about the San Marcos one. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That that's where I used to. That's one of the few places you could go and buy Raspberry Pi and Raspberry Pi peripherals and other things for the Pi. Or resistors so, and capacitors. Uh, or I, you know, I I was a I was about to I was about to tell you guys I learned about this cool new thing I've never heard of and I happen to have a little Raspberry Pi or a little Raspberry Pi just sitting back here behind me. My first yeah, one yeah. ever. Yeah, my first what Raspberry Pi. It it's hooked up. What are you using it for? It's my. It is running Octopi, o- which is Octopi. Octo- yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, what's Octopi? It, so I can take my 3D prints and send it to Octopi, so then I can control it remotely, and that's what does the time lapse uh, photos as it's building up. Oh, so wait every- a minute that that time lapse photo you shared with me is part of the printer. No, it's part of the raspberry pi that i added so i i took oh. my i took my webcam that i have plugged it into that it's sitting right here on the front of the printer so every time the head moves up well not on the one i showed you because that was a bad one but right now <laughs> every time it goes up it snaps a picture that so you can just watch it kind so of build up cool. for those that don't know the way that a 3d printer works is very similar to the old uh dot matrix printers mm-hmm. where the me- the mechanical portions of it rely on a raw serial data stream you just say do this then do this then do this all this modern- literally move the head here Move the print head here, extrude this much filament, set the temperature to this. You know, it's... Yeah. So it's all these commands. They're called G-code. And these commands are sent via serial to the printer. Now, most printer or all the commercial printers, they have a built-in print server that communicates with this hardware that sends those commands. But you can circumvent that with USB and replace the print server with a Raspberry Pi running Octopi, and it will control every step of the process it'll just replace the serial the serial path and and it gives you a lot of flexibility for like pausing prints taking pictures uh previewing prints and stuff like that it's uh it's very cool that was that's what i was running a couple years ago (laughs) (laughs) 
the, the, yep. the thing that uh, I thought was cool, uh, and I don't have a 3D printer, uh, but I watch a bunch of it. And I actually, I actually shared one of. I mean, I was so fascinated by this. I shared it with John, and all it was was a was a uh, drawer a drawer handle that that had a hinge on it. So the 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 handle actually would move. It, it's all it's all one piece print. So even that the movement of that hinge is just like done through the printer. Like the printer says, okay. Don't print anything here. Or you start printing again here, and uh, it's amazing to me. Yeah, that's called uh, print in place. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot yeah, of cool I'm, print in I'm place get, stuff. Getting pretty envious about John's printer. I'm actually starting. To, I'm sending him things now. I'm like, hey man, I need this. <laughs> print this for me. John, hey, John actually cool. printed something really cool for me. Uh, did you share that link? No, not that. I, I don't link. have. I, the... I don't have. I don't have a link to it. So oh. chill. I'm sorry, your your we'll little to, bot's not going to work for this. Fine, we'll have to find. It didn't work for the fries one either, and it should have, unless yeah, I don't know why the fries. One oh, I, I see it. Yeah, the so, you printed uh, the GitHub city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find the, the the link to to the page for that. Where's the Where's that at? I, I don't have. I I don't think I have Dropbox running. I'm afraid to start it up for obvious bandwidth issues so i was gonna put it there and then have a public link for it oh that's good no i was just talking about the 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 web page you go to to create your own oh that one yeah 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 so sure so there's actually a page now you can go to i I got it right here skyline.github.com you go there you put in your uh, github username and it actually does the 3d uh thing for you right there on the screen so you can actually see it and then you download the, what's the file format that it has it's, it's an stl file yeah and then if you have a 3d printer you can you can literally print your github repo contributions from 2020 so, so it was fun i got to sh- show my kids like what what this actually is and it, it's really hard to see on camera but it's like from the from the top to the bottom it's Every row is your week, so Sunday through Saturday. So I'm showing them like, you see how there's nothing on mine at the top or the bottom? That's because I don't work on the weekend. <laughs> that's that's where I love you. <laughs> that's where I love you. This is me loving yeah. you guys. You should see. You yeah, should I'm see mine. Like, it looks like a post-apocalyptic. Cityscape. Well, you use Git Vault, right? right? You don't even use GitHub, so it doesn't. You don't count. You don't count. Well, yeah, I don't count until employers ask me for my GitHub account, and it just looks like I've done nothing for ever. They shouldn't be judging you off that. I wouldn't. Shouldn't hey, doesn't Bucky, matter. Are, are, you, are you local in this, Bucky? If you're local, I got some swag I need to get to you. I know you're a, you're a Patreon. I need to get you some swag, man. Need to, he, he suggests that he's going to miss the San Marcos uh, prize, so I'm wondering if he's local. Well, you a say... local yokel. You say local, but that could be like as far as Hemet or like South LA. Yeah, I get around, especially if I get my uh, look at that. He's es- right up the street. Esco. Escondido. Escondido. Yeah, he's right <laughs> there. Right. I, I need to. Uh, I need to. We need to. We need to hook up. I get someone, you some swag, man. You, you realize we're in the middle of a pandemic, still, right? We're not in the middle of the pandemic. We're at the tail end of a pandemic. And if I drive by on my motorcycle, just toss it up. To the corner of the curb or something where he's standing and waving. It could be like a parade. I mean, could have an ugly parade. To be fair, that's how, people. that's how most of our swag has been distributed is just random drive-by <laughs> throwings. <laughs> just throwing it at people. <laughs> Keychain! Take this, please. Get it out of my house. <laughs> my wife's going to kill me. coming. Back. Hide this bag. <laughs> we got problems man we got, we got lots problems. of problems i had a fun conversation in in our discord channel this week around open source somebody was writing in there and i don't know if they want to i think it was a private combo so i'm not gonna out any names unless they want to be wait uh times 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 hold up hold up hold up i will literally pay for you to get a php ugly tattoo bucky i swear to god if you want to get a PHP ugly tattoo, you can even do the old logo, I, the one that's actually the elephant. I will pay I for you to get that handle, tattoo. I could not handle that stress. Please do not do that. I, 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 I am telling you right now. I've been, I've, I've been trying to get uh, John to get a Diego <laughs> Dev tattoo for years. 
If you will get a PHP ugly tattoo, I will totally I, pay for it. I, I can am. even suggest you the, the guy who did my oh. uh, my work, unless you, unless you have one. So I am barely barely able to have a sponsorship level on our <laughs> Patreon. Please do not do that. <laughs> Uh, you mean Dethrone Buttery as our number one supporter? I'm telling you right now. Tell you what, well, if, if you're if you're over for, if you're over forty, I'll be I'll be fine with it. If you're under forty, please do not get a tattoo of anything that I do ever. I guess we should check checking liabilities there. I'm having I'm having a light anxiety attack. <laughs> hey, he's over 40 he's over 40 oh, god. you're good to go man oh god he's over 40 oh god i'm down man butter you let me know you let me know brother <laughs> full face tattoo I'm... Uh, oh man this is hilarious see you if you're listening you should be in discord right now lots of fun all right all right I'm going to take us off the tattoos for a second. Uh, somebody was was looking for a library, looking for a package to connect to an API, uh, an OAuth implementation. Couldn't find one, so decided to write one and start asking questions. So I just said, have you considered open sourcing it? And it, it led to a really great conversation. And it, it is a good question of when do you open source versus keep a proprietary and in-house what do you guys have a a feeling for it I, I always i always lean to open source i mean unless there is a there's a reason for it to be proprietary uh like you know there's company trade secrets in it or something i i am not opposed to you having proprietary software if you work <clears> for a company but uh i, I definitely I definitely lean toward more towards if you can open source it, open source it. Um, you know, I know it's scary, but it's always it always works out. I think for the best. You could you could tell this person listens to our our podcast because as we're having this conversation, they said, you know, as you've talked about, you have those those touchy clients that are very they're scared of change or scared of this because he was talking about he's going to open source this library or this little package, but wanted to then fork it into a private repo for his client to use. And that seems reasonable. Yeah. Not to me. I, I'm going, as I'm thinking about that, that is a maintenance nightmare. One, yeah. he he's always got to remember to be able to push into both. <laughs> if you're yeah. open source. You're, you're, if, you're absolutely right. But don't forks if, tell you like you're out of date with the fork? I don't think so. Yeah, I think, no, I know. Yeah. I know they do. If you go into GitHub and 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 you pull up your fork of a project, it'll say you're it'll say, it'll say you're behind. behind. Yeah, hmm. but it's it's still a pain because now your composer isn't going to update when the main upline updates, so unless that, he's very me, diligent. That could be a good thing. Could be. Here's my question for that specific case. I I didn't follow this conversation. I, I I'm sorry, I missed it. And. and this again, Composer has just changed the landscape of PHP development so dramatically, where open sourcing just these little pieces has become so much simpler than having to build an entire application to open source. But if they were to take this approach and say build it, build it with an open source model, what do they think? Like, what about the client? Do they? I'm sure they they import all sorts of packages mm -hmm. that are open source. What about it? Does he think the client would say, "Hey, what about that one package right there? Uh, why is that open source? Did you develop that?" I mean, I guess wh why would the client care? Like he, he would just say, "Yeah, I, I put in another open source package to do the you know authentication." Right, and and that's the questions I was asking. Like, what's the big deal? And that's when he brought up having a touchy client that. Something would be off if they saw his name slash package name versus company name slash package name. And I was like, but they have other mm. open source packages. Like, I don't understand what the where the issue is. But we've we've got those clients that they are touchy. They 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 need handholding. Well, and, and there's also the argument of does he develop it on company time? You know, if he developed it, why the, I, I'm, I'm not clear if it's a client or if they work for this, this organization, it doesn't really matter if they develop it. 
while being paid by somebody who, you know, who has first crack at that code. It should be the person, the person paying, paying for you to do Right. So right. And really, that, that's where things get sticky. It's like, okay, I paid you to develop this code. I, I say whether it goes open source or not, not you. Right. As opposed and to... We, we were having that back and forth. And after... I'm actually responding to this not while I'm sitting at my desk. I was... I saw it and it hit me funny. So I'm responding quickly on my phone. And so I said something and like 15, 20 minutes later, I'm like, wait a second, respond again. I feel I have to say this. If you're doing this for an employer or a paying client, make sure they buy off on open sourcing this code. Like that is critical. You can't just open source anything you want when somebody's paying you. You can try. Well, yeah, you can try. Nobody got balls nowadays. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) It, it was a really, it was a good conversation. It's in the coding channel on our Discord, cha- Discord server. If anyone's interested, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I never, I never found that project or that package that I've like. I, I've always wanted to be more of an open source contributor from a coding perspective. Like, I feel like I bang the drum for open source as much as I can. I I kind of encourage people to go open source as much as I can, but I never like had that contributor developer open source kind of feather in my cap. I've done a couple of small things, but well, I'll well here here's here's my my key for whether something should be open source or not. If you went looking for a package to do something didn't find it, and then you need to write it, it's probably something you should open source if you can. Mm-hmm. So I was in the the Laravel Collective for a while. Um, I was maintaining the Iron I.O. driver and a little bit of the HTML um, extensions for Laravel, for the, the Blade extensions. And I, I guess I'm just a bad programmer. I mean, like I was taking over someone else's projects, but so much of it was like, immediately over my head where you have to know the internals of the whole queuing system. You I mean, it took a lot mentally to maintain a really simple thing and it was not enjoyable. You know, maybe if it was something I had written from scratch over a long period of time, I'd, I would enjoy supporting it, but people are not nice about things not working. Mm-hmm. And they're not very helpful either. So it's yeah, a- you hear a lot of that with with burnout and open source. And yeah, because it's, it's not not very rewarding. Complaint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate too. It's interesting to hear some of the ways people try to well, handle that. And it's, I mean, it's like half the reason we give Taylor shit all the time and half of the reason we always say but we love taylor and he's doing great like we it's understandable the pressure of of working on a project that literally millions of people use and depend on and you can disagree with his decisions on certain things one way or another but like at the end of the day man you're not up at night worrying about whether or not this bug is working or this this fix is working correctly or not, you're not dealing with the stress of being a maintainer for the one of the biggest open source projects. Mm-hmm. You're talking, and, for those listening, Taylor is the uh, creator of Laravel. Yes. Or any of the other huge packages <coughs> like uh, Composer itself. I mean, it's uh, you, you hear from... Is it Jordy getting death threats because something isn't working the way they want it to? And it's like seriously over an open source package people are like threatening lives and just well, treating people so horribly it's crazy rule one of the internet is people suck oh true that's why we're here three prime examples of that yeah <laughs> I, we're so yeah, rough on ourselves man. i got very angry at someone on facebook and and made a comment that i'm not proud of and just stayed off facebook for four days and oh man, I wish I could just keep staying off Facebook. Me too. It really. I wish you could. Worst. I wish you could keep off there. He's <laughs> <laughs> tired of seeing your posts. I'm a top fan. God damn it! <laughs> All right, John. You uh, talked about he, your Raspberry Pi. Yes, I did. I'm not sure if I read this article correctly, but if you look at the uh, 
Let me throw it over here so everybody else can see it. The Mars, <laughs> the, the latest Mars rover that went up. The not not the rover itself, but the little chopper that's attached yeah. to it. I guess it's built with a lot of uh, what's called commercial commercial off the shelf cots hardware. So this is just stuff that you, anybody can go buy. And one of them is a version of the Raspberry Pi. If I if I read the article correctly, uh, but there's a bunch of just off the shelf hardware and open source software. Yeah. That they used. Sorry. Good. Nope. Continue. I'm responding to Thomas. Oh. <laughs> that that they used to to put together this this little uh, drone, this chopper. The drone is so the whole thing with the tr- drone is pretty cool. It, it's just there to see if they're able to fly a drone on Mars. Like they don't even know if this is possible. So it, it doesn't really have <laughs> any real mission right now. It's just to see if it actually works. And then they'll probably think of ways to use it in the future mm. but but i don't know it's just so cool that um again we're talking open source we're talking raspberry pies and stuff and and this stuff is we're we're to the point now i guess we shouldn't be surprised because what they sent and landed on the moon moon is nowhere near as powerful mm. as the the cell phones we carry in our pockets anymore but Still, to this day, the the hardware and software that they're using for these missions now are things that we can use every day. That yeah, and speaking of the Mars rover, that's been fun with the kids showing them like the videos of the landing and the the helicopter underneath. And so I don't know if I'd fascinating do that. stuff. I think I'd wait on showing the kids that for a couple of years and be like, "Yeah, it just happened." <laughs> what? Huh? They're they're what? they're too young to be awestruck by it. I don't know about that. They've been loving it. I, it. It's the Mars thing is awesome, but we don't we don't have enough failures to judge it against. It's like JPL develops all of this stuff, and they have these spectacular crashes and failures and successes. But like the thing that gets broadcast, it has succeeded too many times in a row. So now we're just we're just seeing the end result of like, hey, we flew a thing to Mars and then it landed and took a bunch of pictures. And everyone's like, cool. Did you see what Paris Hilton said? We're, we're in, a, in, a, in an information flood economy. I didn't get to talk earlier. It's been a crappy week for me as far as work goes. We've been uh, dealing with DevOps issues and still don't have a smoking gun as to what happened. Where site went down now four times in the past week and a half. And, you know, the um, operations people jump in and we all restart proxy SQL or stop services. And it's hard to fully debug an issue when it's happening when your primary goal is to just get things back up and running, right? But that's ultimately what you want is your users to be able to access your service again when you've got thousands of people actively trying to hit them, hit your web server. And this being the fourth time, it's like every time we think we have a lead of it's this or it's that and you you put fixes in place and it's just not it. And it's so frustrating and we yeah. still don't have an answer as of last week, it was talking to somebody at AWS. They throttled connections to Memcache for a very brief period of time. Everything that that we're seeing in operations is the database is overloaded or the, the connections are exhausted, so nothing else can connect to it. Everything is sleeping, just no active queries happening. So is it a case where a request comes in, you open a connection to the database, and then try to hit Memcache and... AWS is throttling it. So there's an issue there and you do that enough times and it just brings everything down. So last week it was increase the size of your memcache server. Okay, done. And then it happens again Monday. That's always the wrong answer. Well, in my experience, increase the memory size is like... Not the memory size. It was increase the server size because AWS throttled connections because you're overusing the resources they allocated for whatever we had at that point. So then it happens again Monday. We start analyzing everything and it's not memcache this time because we just increased the size. What the hell? Like, again, we still don't have an ultimate smoking gun. It's every time we, we try to rule something out. So as of Monday, it was on a very unused partition of the primary database. AWS says, 
oh, you were throttled on IOPS. It's like, we don't even use that partition. How are we throttled on IOPS? Okay, so for people who don't know what IOPS are. Writing to disk, IO operations, basically. And I don't think the numbers are posted anywhere, but you're allowed to read or write so much to a disk within a specific time frame, and you have some burst capacity, and then after that you get throttled, but we don't, it's still very unclear. My point is, move to RDS. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, at least probably would. at least Amazon's naming schema for things makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Of course it is. <laughs> it it's not easy and it's frustrating. Is what he's saying. Yeah. So anyway, I, it's been I, a very uh, off week because of this. Yeah, I haven't spoken to you much this week at all. Not that we speak very often. Yeah, anymore. Anyways, which is weird because we run a company together. But um, so yeah. one of the one of the more interesting things that I think as a as a an amateur programmer that you have to learn is that something can take 30 hours and just be a single character in your code you know it's do you I mean do you experience that I don't know what you mean by that I'm confused well uh, you'll you'll have a bug that is easily reprodu- easily reproducible or maybe not even maybe difficult to reproduce and you'll spend hours and hours and hours on this thing and it just turns out that there's a bad operator or uh, just mm-hmm. just the the smallest problem is wrong and going to your boss after working on something for two days like that can be so embarrassing. And I remember being a junior developer and saying like, yeah, this thing took me two days and I'm so sorry, but it was just like a hanging semicolon somewhere. And I, it mm-hmm. took, it took me way too long to find it. And that, that happened to me way too often, but it was because I was coding in production. <laughs> and the, the, the sad part is because of the spaghetti mess of code, I wouldn't necessarily know where I broke it. It'd be like, oh, this is this is an easy fix. Clunk, 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 clunk. Save, walk away. And then all of a sudden, Sergey calls, the sky is falling, the site's down. I was like, what do you mean the site's down? I didn't do yeah. anything. I, I think, yep. I think Missing my, my, my point is like, we, we talk a lot of inside baseball stuff where like we know what we're talking about, but but newer listeners might not understand. This is one of those areas where I still run into problems that take me an entire day to figure out. And it's the simplest, stupidest problem. And Mm. you shouldn't feel bad about that unless it's constantly happening and it's always the same problem. Right. That's the thing. If it's learn from the problem. Right. For me, if it's reproducible, it takes way less time. I hate the, well, this happened, but we don't know why. Sure. And, and almost every, um, uh, partner coding session that I do is a very short, I'm experiencing this problem and me saying, or the other person saying, oh yeah, that problem, look here. And that's the solution. That's why like that pair yeah. programming, I don't do it a lot. I wish I did it more, but pair programming is so helpful for those kinds of issues. Oh, you would hate pair programming with me. Yes. I, I'm, the, I'm the person that I see the issue pretty quickly and then I just laugh. And then you're like, what? I'm like, this is easy. You're gonna when you find it, you're, you're gonna laugh. Gonna and then it. yeah, and then I just stay quiet. <laughs> See, <laughs> and no, I watch you and then I watch you fumble around for an hour. I, I, I pair program with Eric every once in a while and This is why he stopped he stopped asking me because of this. He he switches tabs and scrolls up and down so fast uh, he'll I will see the problem and then spend a half an hour telling him, like, go go back to the other page. No, the other code, not that page, not the page in the browser. <laughs> the, the page that with the controller, no, scroll down, too far down, go up. <laughs> and then his line numbers are all wrong, so you can't say go to line oh, 10. Shit. It's Hold, shit. Eric's back. I'm offended by the fact that you, you imply they use tabs. I'm a buffer guy. I don't have tabs. You've never seen a tab on my uh, on my editor. I just buffer it. Well, that makes it even easier, is I don't know what a buffer is. <laughs> it's a hidden tab. Go to the go to the previous buffer? <laughs> what? what happened? Uh, I saw it like three minutes ago. Can you just rewind? There's a comment so, that just says bug here. <laughs> I can't find I, it. You should, you should see the code for, for this little thing that I'm doing right now. With the uh, Discord and sharing the links, 
There's actually a comment in here like that says, this is actually a, a totally suck way of doing this, but it's the only way. <laughs> because <laughs> in, in Trillo, so the Trillo has a list. So first thing I have to do is figure out what the current list is that we're using. And then I have to, every every story on the list is a card. So I, I got to grab all the cards associated with it. And all the cards have attachments. And that's what a link is. A link is actually an attachment. And the only way you can tell a link is the link for the card is if the attachment and the name of the attachment are both the link. Then you're like, okay, this is obviously a link for this card. Use this. So that's what I have to do. I, I In the comment, I'm like, this sucks, but the only way to know if this is a link for the card is to see if the name of the attachment and the URL for the attachment are the same thing. And then you know it's the link for the card. So it's I do that all the time. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I mean, that's at least you comment your code. It's like comment. What's that? Oof. I'm I'm doc blocking my code right now. So <laughs> I'm anti I'm anti doc blocking my code. I'm like removing them as much right? as I can. One of my one of my new tasks is fully comment all the code. So which, yeah, what happened to you shouldn't have to comment your code. Your code well, should be so clean a, you don't have to comment it. That so, was the big thing, right? It's like you but, shouldn't so have to comment your I code. I can I can absolutely tell you. If you're a coder, then you know that you don't need to comment your code if it's readable. So you don't write readable code? Got it. Okay, we can move on. But if there's an executive order from up on high that says that all the code needs to be commented, what does that mean for the company structure? Yeah, I mean, there's not much you can do do about that, I guess. But I if, mean, if it, it comes it, from up on high and they're going to pay you for it, okay. But if it comes from up on high, yeah. there's an implication that someone is going to need to be able to suddenly understand all of the code. Yeah, that's very... Am I reading into exactly. it? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I went I went through this years ago where an employer brought in an outside firm to audit the code and I freaked out like this just means they they're wanting to get rid of me. Bowling balls just it's, aren't selling the way they used to. It was per- <laughs> pre bowling balls before that, but it, it, it's it's hard. It, it's hard when the code is your baby and now somebody's telling you you need to Make sure that somebody else can come in. It could be Not just management, that, but, I, but management has a duty to protect their company. They don't, especially when they hear you on this show saying that you're looking possibly for other work. Ooh, no one has scared. ever said that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you for about six months you said it every show. I was are, drunk. Are you being funny? Yeah, you were. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, so they have a responsibility to protect their assets. How do I mute? It's John? not. How do I mute? <laughs> just what are you John. John for? I can't. <laughs> it mutes just. It just mutes both of you. Your your, your mouse. Your mouse won't let you click it. <laughs> no. Uh, oh God. <laughs> for what it's worth. Thank you to our Patreons. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> What? For what it's worth, Thomas, our, one of our one of our selling points at Diego Dev is we tell our clients you should be able to bring in Don't any other development any other development group who ha- has any real understanding of PHP development should be able to come in and take over our code at any point. It should we 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 <coughs> that's one of the things we try to instill into our clients of. Like, we're, we're going not, to make we're, our code as clean well, as possible. Yeah, that and, and, and we're not going to long free trials. <laughs> and and we're not going to we're not going to hold you hostage if you know if you're not happy with us and you want to move on, we're going to help you move on. We'll help you find other people to Qualified take people. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't we don't want to hold anyone hostage. Bottom line. Yeah, no. Diego Dev is the boyfriend you think about seven years into your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be our new logo. <laughs> That needs to be the new slogan, John. We've been struggling for a slogan. That's it right there. I remember Diego Dev. You know, maybe I had it better than I thought. I I didn't care for him at the time, but looking back, they really treated me well. Yeah. He accepted crypto. This this took a whole weird weird turn. <laughs> no, it's oh my. I, all right, I'm I'm looking too much into it, but I'm also like that thing you said. I'm All right, before 
I'm scared about job security. I mean, everyone is scared mm. about job security right now. It's we're in the pandemic and my industry is not like thriving through web 2.0. It's a, it's a gradual downscaling. So yeah. not crying, you're crying. There, 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 there's <laughs> nothing wrong with being afraid of losing your job. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But your 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 reaction to it is should be, especially if you're in an industry like we are, and you're as passionate about it as we are, is to just get fucking better at it. And to make it hard for for them to want to release that talent. End of day, I mean, the reality is we we're not in the most stable industry for job security. There there are there are enterprises out there, old school enterprise companies that believe in retaining that knowledge. But the majority of people out there, it's faster, cheaper, faster, cheaper, faster, cheaper. They don't care about quality; they just want something done faster. And they want to pay less money for it. And to a, they, they're willing to sacrifice anything they can to do that until it blows up in their face. So we'll, we'll never be sponsored by Squarespace then. I don't follow that one, but sure. Square. I, I just, <laughs> you know, I just, I, I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with, with being concerned about your job. Uh, it, it doesn't, if you're a plumber, if you're a developer, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. Be, be concerned about your job, but the, the the fix is not to make your work so complex that to John's point you hold them hostage. Well, the no, that's the thing. That's the thing I was saying is that all of all of my methods are named edit, edit, post, delete, delete, post, create, create, post. I mean, it's it's so restful that it's actually makes you tired reading it. Like, mm-hmm. why would you have to document a perfectly restful system? It's it's very self documenting, and, and because. I- because, because whether people, they're looking, yeah. people don't even know. if they're right. And from a management perspective, especially in a large company that like the one you work for, they are going through a weird time right now in a pandemic where they are concerned and they're looking to the future. And they're like, all of a sudden, it hit them. Oh shit! What if? Well, the pandemic's done us pretty well, actually. Yeah. Well, for you, yes. But in most cases, management is starting to analyze their business processes and realizing I may not have as much control as I thought I had. And now they're trying to do what they can to have control, not meaning they have any plans of making any changes, but to make themselves feel better. They want to have, in your case, commented code. Yeah. And and I look, my I think my issue is I, I'm a big dreamer. I look at people in our industry who have developed SASs that basically support them entirely. And I wanted, I want to develop a SAS. I want to develop something that people like use as a tool and rely on such as Argos. Argus. 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 Argus.to. And, and I'm not there. I, I, I don't have the idea to do that. That's the really, really hard part. I mean, hell, we have the idea. We did it. We still don't, we still can't support ourselves off it. We right. we might be able to pay yeah. for the servers here in a couple of months, but your, you know, it's, your free trial length might be too long. I totally forgot. I I, I said last week I was changing that. And I I just remembered I didn't change that, so I got to change that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but hey, why don't we? If think you're a Patreon, Patreons, you get a special live forty five day free trial. By the time this is posted, it. It's thirty. Our, 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 our new. Uh, did we? I thought we started on fifteen. Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen days. 14. It was two free weeks. trial to Argus. Yeah. Yes, Argus. Yeah, to our, our our one client. Uh, we have a few people on it now, but the the one client who was our guinea pig uh, just absolutely loves Argus. And if you're if you're not familiar, if you're not if you're not listening to the show. Our, our newest Patreon is asking, uh, what is Argus.to? And I only know that they're the newest Patreon because I asked Thomas to add them to the list today. Uh, but Argus.to is is just a super simple crown monitoring uh, service that we needed internally as a company for some clients we were working on. And as we were developing it, we just said, hey, why don't we just make this a SaaS and you know let other people use it if they want to use it. So that's what we did. So our Thanks newest Patreon is our newest Patreon is Kalen, one of our many foreign Patreons. Canadian. Does that even count as foreign <laughs> anymore? I'm not sure. Huge I'm thanks sure. to our Patreons. Uh, 
Welcome to uh, uh, Kalen and Vidas. Uh, as always, our number one Patreon, Buttery Crumpet. Uh, Who may get dethroned shortly. That's I a thought, I thought tattoo Bucky, dependent. I thought Bucky was on here. Bucky, are you not a Patreon? I thought you were a Patreon. I mean, if he gets Patreon. a tattoo, it's honorary. Yeah, he's on here. <laughs> I mean, he just bumps Buttery down a notch uh, uh, regardless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. All right. I got buttery, one more. I got Buttery one more. Crumpets is suggesting I'm, that I just steal an existing idea and market the shit out of it. There you go. Or, or do you, it better. Re- rebrand. Mm. Uh, it's not how I read we it. We were talk. I was talking to my my buddies in Canada, and uh, one of them does you know uh, consulting work, and got um, asked to review some work that another shop had done, and they just basically had taken an open source package, rebranded it, and sold it to this person. My understanding, at a reasonable, uh, pretty significant markup, it sounds like, and. Uh, yeah, you could do that. Just like rebrand Mattermost as like, don't call it Slack. Just call it, I don't know, crack. I don't know. Call wow. it something else. <laughs> He's struggling with the name. I'm the name just, guy, just, man. I come up with the, all the just names. The idea I can't give you any of, of my rebrand. good ones. Anyways, I got one for John and one to all the people who are listening to the show who got my back with Livewire. You know who you are. I'm going to get another Got beer. love for you. Got love for you. Livewire now has a new, when you, when you uh, scaffold a component for Livewire, you can actually toss a flag in there so that it creates a test for you. So it scaffolds the test and all the component stuff for you. Livewire just continues to get better. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I'm, in love with Livewire. The newest project we're working on, uh, so we have Argus.to. We're actually working on another uh, uh, solution that this is this is actually just a passion project of John and mine, uh, not for any clients or anything. I mean, obviously, clients can use it. It's not a business thing, but it's really you know something that anybody can use, and uh, we need to figure out uh, pricing around it. Uh, but there will there will be like a free way to use it as well, so everybody will be able to take advantage of it, and then we'll we'll figure out how we're trying to figure out the best way to monetize it. But I don't want to give too much away, but it's kind of cool, and I think it has. We're we're trying to develop it with enough flexibility, so it doesn't matter. What you do, you could probably find a use to it. But I left for five seconds while he was talking about Livewire. It's all it's Livewire. That's why it's all Livewire. It's it's all being developed. I, I, I we're we're doing no job. Well, there's Livewire is JavaScript. There's some Alpine JS in there, but there's no view. So it's all it's all Livewire. And I've been hearing for about so. what six eight weeks at least that. Oh, I'm going to open a PR and show you how I, I'm changing something from this to Livewire, and I still haven't seen that. Just saying. I think yeah, you, that you was actually, that's actually an Argus branch I need to get back to. No, it's, it, I got, uh, I got busy with that other little internal project that I was working on and a couple of other things. But yeah, no, I do need to actually get that finished and, sh- and show you that. But yes, that's coming. That's coming for sure. All right. I think that's it, man. Do we have anything else? Yes. Oh, I've, I've pulled up the Patreon page three times now. Thank you to we our Patreons. Our, good. I, I think Thomas has something he wants to say. We're very fortunate to have you. Our Patreon page is patreon.com slash phpugly. Our Discord is discord.phpugly.com. Uh, you should definitely hit up the Discord. There's a lot of great conversations in here, and we love hearing from everybody that's it. Episode 225 in the books. I'm Eric. I'm John. Eat the rich. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'm going to drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'm going to send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas because he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because the people love me. Shouts out to 
PHP the ugly It's called ugly cause it's not professional But I'm about to come through and bless it with style So let's do it when I'm spitting I perfume the room Yo, this segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom That came from Thomas Yeah, can nobody go beyond this I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish We talking about the PHP, the programming language About to break it down, no exaggeration What do y'all do for a living? Web applications, okay I can dig it, my words spray tight Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights Yeah, when it comes to rhyming You can call me the new dude I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments They got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing Keep it ugly We ending every show with the saying It's lovely, let's go Yeah, come on, hey